So you can imagine that this period of questioning can bring up feelings like uncertainty, not knowing who we are anymore, not knowing what we want, not knowing who we, what we stand for, not knowing what is important to us. So in terms of things that we can do to help navigate this dark night of the soul, first and foremost, it's about having that real self-compassion with yourself as you negotiate those questions, as you negotiate that sense of uncertainty, as you realise that actually nothing is certain, nothing is static, everything is subject to change. Like the Buddha has been telling us, for thousands of years, everything comes and goes, including elements of our ego and identity. And we can see that as, you know, like a really scary thing, or we can see the real positive side to that, which allows you to realize that everything is possible, anything is possible. You get to be whoever you want to be. Who you want to be is nothing more than just a decision and following through on the behaviour that supports that identity that you wish to create. So that's kind of number two. Number one being that self-compassion. But number two is also acknowledging the, the real benefits that come from this process. The possibility it opens up for you. The things that it allows you to bring into existence by nothing more than your intention. So I'll give you some examples here. Um, if we think about that time when our ego feels very stable, very static, it can almost feel quite restrictive, right? We can feel like we are this particular person. We can't change. That's who we are. That's the way we've always been. That's it. We can write ourselves off. But the minute that starts to crack and it starts to crack open, we realise that there's a different way of being. There's a different way of operating in the world. We get to choose to live in a different way. We get to choose to value other things. You know, we can do things that perhaps don't align to the society norms but they may feel really good to us and feel good in our body and make perfect sense. So that number two is really acknowledging the possibility and the opportunity that comes from this fragmented ego. Number three is being patient. You know... <laughs> We're literally picking and choosing the parts of ourselves, the parts of our life, the parts of our behaviour, the parts of our belief, and the way we want to negotiate the rest of our lives. So in order to come to those sort of decisions, we have to allow time for that to happen. Often if we've had a big bang ego death, like off the back of a retreat or something like that, or a, induced by something like plant medicine, or a kundalini awakening through particular breath work, then we can have this feeling of urgency that comes in where we want to make these immediate changes, like we want to go 
quit our job and leave that marriage and end those friendships and you know it can all feel very immediate but the thing is often when we've taken time with it we can see a way that we can negotiate those changes that aren't so drastic because what we don't want to do is make changes that will mean that we're basically cutting our nose off to spite our face. We're making our life 10 times more difficult. And believe me, I'm as someone <laughs> that has been through this process and literally just is quite decisive anyway, I had to fight every urge in my being to not like just go back and quit my job. Because when I was really honest with myself, had I have done that in that way, in that impulsive way, then what would have happened was I probably would have caused chaos to my family. I would have put us in financial, a financial insecurity. So it's really important that we take the time to plan any of those big life changes from from a really reasonable perspective in terms of what's going to be the easiest journey to make this change that's not going to put me at risk, that's not going to put others at risk, so that we're not just operating from that place that's disconnected from this material world. Because the truth is, we live in a 3D world, right? And when we've accessed that kind of higher states of consciousness, it can be really tempting to act in accordance with that, forgetting that we live in a very 3D world. And actually, we also need to take that into consideration too. So that would be number three. Number four, the other thing around this is if we're not careful, this time period of this dark night of the soul can be all-consuming. It can take over every thought, every feeling, um, the way that we're interacting in our relationships, the way that we're interacting in our purpose work or in our careers. It can take over like literally that emotional, mental body. And before we know it, it's, it's completely consumed our every waking hour. The problem with that is a lot of this work or a lot of this this questioning is quite heavy, right? There's a real heavy energy. It feels quite important. It feels really, um, like again, there's that urgency. So it feels like I've got to figure this out. But in that, we can lose our connection with the joy, with being here now in the present, with us enjoying our life, making time for fun, making time for things that don't involve healing work, that don't involve meditating. We can find that if we're not careful, we cut ourselves off from people and and just want to hibernate into our own little cave. And this process then becomes very... Um, it takes the joy away from life. So as we go through this dark night of the soul, it's super important to still make that time for the things that feel really nurturing to you that don't involve healing work. You know, making time to laugh, making time to have fun 
and making time for joy and bliss without having that feeling of I've got to figure this all out now I've got to figure out the way because if we're not careful then life will pass us by just because we're so busy trying to figure it out so that's kind of number four it's that making sure you're taking time for joy along the way and number five which is kind of my final point here is we have to be careful that we don't then create another identity that we just get stuck in Um, and one that's unhealthy or ego driven that takes us over so we'll see this in the spiritual communities around people who have become so identified with like their spiritual path that they take on this kind of spiritual superiority or healing superiority what and start thinking things like why aren't those people doing the inner work I'm better than those people because I meditate. I'm better than those people because I'm cultivating love and light. (laughs) And so we do this. um, We become ego driven again, but we just have this rose tinted glass on it or this rose tinted lens of, but it's okay because I'm doing the spiritual work. It's okay because I'm healing. And know that that's, that's almost a part of the process it's it's normal to have those experiences where you can catch yourself in those parts or that feeling of moral superiority or spiritual superiority but the truth is what we would what would help us in those moments is to remember not to take ourselves so seriously remember this is just another ego that we have created another identity that we are getting attached to but in reality that's not us either so I hope this has been useful for those of you that um, have come across this term and didn't know what to expect or have are navigating this really what at times can feel like a really tough confusing journey especially if you don't have a community around you that gets it especially if you're surrounded with people who don't understand or think you're going mad you know there were times on my journey where I genuinely questioned my level of like sanity because the whole of my identity had fallen apart but I wanted to reassure you that you know you're not mad (laughs) it's a normal part of the process it is a beautiful part of the process if you can allow yourself not to resist it not to get too attached to it either and not attached to whatever identity you form out of the other side and if this brought up any questions for you then feel free to reach out to me easiest way is probably on facebook messenger under the medicine woman collective and yeah let us know what you're going through and i will do my best to see if i can help Just to mention, um, for those of you that are interested in pursuing this spiritual path or finding your spiritual path and entering on this spiritual journey with more consciousness around these sort of topics, then 
This week we have early bird pricing expiring on our Insights to Awakening meditation and spiritual teacher training. That is a beautiful transformational journey where we explore so many different paths, like everything from Taoism to Oh gosh, I can't even think. We we explore so many now. Yogic paths, the Buddhist paths, the Vedic paths. We also look at things like esoteric Christianity. We look at uh, some of the pagan beliefs and how we can use some of the practices there and how they correspond actually. You know, one thing that you will find through the course is how, you know, like Celtic shamanism has a very similar energy system to Chinese medicine. And which I just find fascinating, the fact that like two different sides of the globe can can have this same idea around our energy system in our body and it'd be very, very similar. So um, I've gone off on a bit of a side note, but so we will look at a number of different paths, a number of different practices, but as always, the focus is on you creating the spiritual formula that works best for you whilst drawing on ancient wisdom and modern psychology. So get in touch if that's something you want to know more about or you can find out more on our website, themedicinewomancollective.com. I look forward to seeing you next week. Take care. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. I so hope you got value and inspiration to take forward into your business. If there's anything you want to share with me, I would love to hear from you. So please feel free to reach out. And if you want to support me, if you could leave a review, subscribe, share with your friends, that would be fabulous. In the meantime, you can find out more about me and what I do at my website link is in the show notes otherwise i will see you soon take care